Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You remember, um, what was his fucking name? Um, I don't even remember. Paul Wall. Paul Wall. Paul Wall, baby. God. Reaching back. <laughs> Buy me your grill. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I used to fucking bump that shit, bro. <laughs> Corny ass. Oh, you know, man. It's the good old days, bro. You know? Back in the day. Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. I remember, uh, what was it? Um, somebody posted yesterday. They go, they go, yeah, Tampa Bay wishes it was a real city so they could riot now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that that loss, bro, dude, was fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Before we get into that, let's uh let's welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast as it takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Uh um before we and before we get into the atrociousness that was <laughs> the Super Bowl yesterday, um we have a Lazy Geek Spotify playlist. Um Oh yeah. So, I was thinking that uh, we could do one because we mentioned a lot of songs on here where we reference stuff and I thought it would be kind of cool to just kind of have our own. If you go to thelazygeeks.com, you can actually see the two playlists we have on there, which is the Lazy Geeks play- Spotify playlist and then we also have the Away Team. Now, the Lazy Geeks Spotify playlist is <laughs> an eclectic uh, selection of songs themes and stuff like that that we've covered mm-hmm. kind of over the last 10 years um so anything we've kind of referenced even some of the titles we were taken were from from songs uh there's a there's a lot of stuff on there i mean one of the best ones i think it was bitch don't bitch don't kill my vibe because 
<laughs> Bitch, don't kill, kill my vibe. <laughs> I can feel your energy <laughs> from deep in the way. And what playlist would not be complete unless we had the full version of It's been a long road. Mm. <laughs> Getting from there to here. So funny because Steve goes, What do you want to add to the playlist? The first suggestion is put the theme to the Game Boy release of <laughs> Castlevania Adventures. I'm sure Steve rolled his eyes so fucking hard he almost fell over. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! It was it was fun. Oh, by the way, if you actually listen to the full song from um, "My Heart Will," uh, where my heart will take me, they actually use the first, I think, three lines of the of the song, and then the second verse. Yeah, and then uh, and then cuts you know, off. It's because the world wasn't ready. It wasn't. And then, of course, we have uh, the final countdown. Which is on there because. <laughs> And Adam's favorite, favorite music from the Ninja Turtles movie series, Ninja Rap. Yeah. Go, Ninja, <laughs> go, Ninja, go. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Um, I put a jam, bro. I don't know why you're tripping. Also put on a Mortal Kombat. Do, 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 do. Fight. <laughs> um, you got to put, you got another foot. Or open the door, get on the floor. Everybody wants a dinosaur <laughs> from the fucking Mario Brothers movie, bro. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. I don't care what anybody says. It has um, nothing to do with Mario Brothers. I just like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's some in there that are sl- subtle references. I put like Rack City because we had a title called Rack City, bitch. It's Rack, Rack, <laughs> Rack City. City bitch. That's the jam, though, dude. Um, no diggity. 10, 10, 10 20s in the <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, I did this just out of a joke, and I wonder how many people are going to get this, um, or who, who, how many people would have got this if you listened to it. Um, I actually put uh, a track in there from Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I figured, you know, if anything, <laughs> if anything, Unity. <laughs> also, no homo. Um, and I know Adam's jam. Uh, I need love. <laughs> I'm alone in my room. I hear my conscience call. Bro, you ain't embarrassing me. Fucking cold jam, baby. Uh, the uh, the opening theme from Quantum Leap, uh, the Batman yeah. animated series, um, and then, of course, what playlist would not be complete except without uh, You Got the Touch. <laughs> you need to put... um. The X Men theme. And the thing is, is this playlist is going to be ever changing, ever expanding. So um, I have a good, I think, what was it? A good almost two hours of stuff on here. So you can go and um, you can follow it because, like I said, it's it's just up there. It's just there for fun. Uh, or you can go to lazygeeks.com and then click on, um, you'll see the playlist on the sidebar. You can click and it'll, it'll play, a, I think, a 15 second preview of it and then it'll give you the link to open it up in, in Spotify and then just follow Bitch, it. Don't kill my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also I wonder if you can share um rights to it so I can just add stuff. Um I sh- actually I think I can. I think there's something in there. I have to look into because I saw something because I thought, oh that'd be cool if I can get Adam to do that. Um and yeah. also the the away team playlist. Um it's all different scores. I have the like the first few songs are the opening tracks for each Star Trek series, with the exception of Lower Decks, because I'm surprised it's not on Spotify. I uh, think we should start a um, a 
uh, playlist for gaming stuff. Yeah. Well, when Instead we st- of the Castlevania Adventures theme probably doesn't belong <laughs> in the... Well, it's anything that we mentioned on the show, and you, we've mentioned Castlevania before. But yeah, That's when right. we start doing some of the other stuff we've talked about, I thought that'll be a good time to start. We could do other playlists for, you know, for for those ones. Um, there is a random song on the um, away team playlist uh, because we had made a mention of it, and it prominent. It was featured prominent when we were doing Discovery because it was a name that. We thought it was cool, but it was just funny because it reminded us of a certain song. Um, and it, it basically had to deal with the regulators. So that's on the uh, that's on the star the Star Trek playlist. So, <laughs> so those of you that would be like, "Why is this on here?" That's why. There's a reason why that song's on right. here. <laughs> regulators. This fucking playlist is 100 percent raw. Okay, <laughs> some of you might be offended. Some of you might orgasm. There's a lot of <laughs> shit going on in that place. Right. And also I put the uh Blue Skies, the one that was sung by um uh the chick that played I can't oh remember. Oh my god. That song is so good. Yeah. Her rendition of it. It's just an amazing it's almost haunting, isn't it? It really is. It really is, yeah. Great. So um so yeah, so go ahead, check out the playlist. Like I said, you can go to the website and click there and then just follow it and we'll be adding stuff and switching stuff around and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, so that's something that that's new on there. And, um, right now I'm also currently thinking of doing some stuff for YouTube, um, just to kind of expand and then, uh, uh, things like that. So, uh, moving on into last night's debacle, (laughs) I thought that game was going to be close. That game, I didn't watch it. I just tuned in kind of at the end, like most Super Bowls. <laughs> and um, it just looked bored. Everyone looked bored. Well, that was like, the thing. Like, like I was watching it, and I was like going, oh, man. I go, you know, last year's Super Bowl chance and, and Brady. I go, this should be a, this should be a good game. And, right. man, just Tampa Bay would not give the defense any quarter. Like they just were pounding them, and people over there bitching about like, oh, it's the fucking refs, man. The fuck, no, it the refs, no, it was <laughs> just the way the team fell apart was more than just the refs. Even my even Amador, who uh, who's probably gonna listen to this one, was went uh, complete quiet, silent. I mean, we had to do a welfare check on that guy to just make yeah. sure that you know he I didn't do anything. Okay. Yeah, so because um, you hate to see it, motherfucker. <laughs> I tell you what, um. The Super Bowl was great. Like when I saw that the lineup was it was Kansas City, right? Yeah. Kansas City versus um Tom Brady. I mean that's that's a lineup that <laughs> dude, just dude wait 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 T B Tom Brady T B Tampa Bay. Whatever you want about the Patriots, whatever. Tom Brady's a goat. Yeah. He's goat level. Like it, he, there's no disputing it now. He is the goat right now. That's that's really it. Yeah. Um, he's the best foot football quarterback currently. He's the best footballer ever. <laughs> he's he gets all the home runs. So <laughs> I mean he's he's one hundred percent from the free throw line. It's just that's uh, <laughs> right. Nothing but net, bro. <laughs> Nothing but net. Um, I mean, he's just flawless from the blue line. 
That's a hockey yeah. reference for anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny too because like um, I was watching it and and I'm just I started thinking about it and it was I mentioned this yesterday and then it was funny because now I'm seeing some people starting to kind of fall that 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 line of thinking. I go, isn't it a little? I doesn't this kind of make Bill Belichick look a bit overrated? Because you have. I'm not to say that he didn't have something to do with getting Tom to where he's supposed to be, but the fact that Tom took a team that hadn't won had I think won one Super Bowl in their whole franchise history. Uh-huh. Um his first yeah, and year it was a while ago too. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it was almost twenty years ago. Yeah. In his first year with them to the Super Bowl and win that you know, Belichick couldn't do the same thing with Cam Newton, who I think is the most overrated quarterback. I think he's more. I think he, to me, he's a Deion Sanders. I he mean, he's the one that started the uh, the dab thing, right? I don't really remember, but he just he was the one that was on the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah he started the dab. Yeah, and to me, it's just like he's just he just reminds me of a Deion Sanders. He's kind of like, yeah, he had some good stuff, but it was like I think he's just completely overrated. Um, and it just kind of made me look look at it like, you know what? Maybe Belichick wasn't as isn't as good of a coach as people thought because. You know, first of all, Belichick is a bitch. Okay, <laughs> this I is from a this dude. is from a Boston dude. <laughs> I hate the dude because he gave the Patriots a bad name with all that cheating, right? You know, and then they try to rope him. Oh well, Tom Brady probably like, how the fuck is out there paid to throw footballs? How the hell is he gonna know what's in the playbook and shit? <laughs> well, it's I ridiculous. I just thought it I thought it was a bit interesting because I'm like going you know. I think this is going to, because like a lot of uh, Patriot fans are like pissing and pissed off and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, well, look, you guys gave him up because, you know, he's getting too old. And this motherfucker goes and make, went, gets another ring. So it's kind of like. I honestly, um, I, I believe. He's not going to be able to lift his hands with all the rings that he has. I have a conspiracy theory <laughs> that the NFL actually pushed the trade so a- another team can win because the Patriots <laughs> are winning too much. I'm, I'm going to be real. It was getting boring. <laughs> well, it was funny because one, uh, one of my best friends, she and I were talking about after the game, and we both came to the same realization that we actually hate Belichick more than we hated Brady. That's right. Because I was actually, you know, because there's a lot of people like, uh, he's a cheater. Uh, it's still that thing. And I was like, you know what? He's 42. I'm actually rooting for the bad because so many people are over the saying the young guy's going to kick his ass. That's right. And it was like, I was like, well, you know what? I want to see this. I want to see this. And I hope Brady wins just to piss everyone off. And uh, I got just my wish. Check, motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> and then like... um what was it? My friend, she was over there saying, she goes, she goes, I, she goes, he was classy when they got the ball at the end instead of trying to score another touchdown. She goes, all he did was just take the knee, you know, and she goes, but the defense, she goes, the offense, I think was a little, she goes, at this point, there were three touchdowns behind. There was no way in the fourth quarter they were going to be able to make it with like five minutes left. And she goes, and they were still hammering, hammering him to the ground. I was like, yeah, I could kind of see that, right. you know, it's just, they were they're just kind of, I think just kind of rubbing it in there, but. Fucking Listen. Gronk, the Gronk and Brady show. He's he's <laughs> a fucking monster, bro. <laughs> like it, it, I think Kansas City was terrified. 
Like it's it's like playing against the devil. You hate to see it. <laughs> Amador. <laughs> Don't be sad, bro. It's okay. Is he why is he a Kansas City fan? He's always been a Kansas City fan. I don't know why. I really you know, I've never bothered to ask. I don't know why. But he's always a random. Yeah. But I mean, I gave like last year, I think my friends my friends that I were giving him like, okay, we're giving that to him because he's been a longtime fan. They won the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah. you know, good. You you guys you guys got one. That, that's a, that's a deserving one. But but it was just kind of like, because the because normally you know there's always you know people always take to social media and the only social media post I saw of his was fuck the refs. <laughs> and oh, I was like, Jesus. and I was like, yeah. of course it's the refs' fault. That's right. how it always begins when. Your team is losing. These fucking refs, bro. <laughs> These calls are ridiculous. Like, come on. Stop it. <laughs> just stop it, bro. It's okay, though. But uh, but it was overall a weird Super Bowl. Um, the commercials weren't all that good. The only commercials... I haven't watched them yet. Um, there was only one that I think I liked. Now it's like it left me as to why, what it was. So, I usually will watch the compilation after the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, of all of them. <laughs> um, although the it was funny that Marvel only did a teaser for you to actually go to online and watch the full uh, trailer for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Listen, we're all, they, everyone's been hit hard by the pandemic. <laughs> like, listen, we ain't got enough money for a full spot. We'll put teaser. Come check it out online. All right. <laughs> I would have done the same fucking thing. <laughs> Fucking, fucking even do Reddit's bit, you know? <laughs> Reddit had a five-second <laughs> fucking title card that you had to pause it on. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, hey, well, gotta do what gotta do, you know? <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the only thing that, the one thing that sucked is, so I decided that I was like, well, I'm gonna watch the, because I have low cast for local television. Yeah, but CBS All Access has been like, going, yeah, you can watch the game on here. Yeah, you gotta watch the game on here. I was like, all right, I'll watch the game on there and see how it is. So I was watching it probably the hour before the game because it was just on and on, and I was just doing other stuff. Sat down, I'm like, oh, cool, three thirty. They're like, yeah, we're gonna have the coin to- coin toss now. Just after this commercial, goes right into the commercial, and then the app crashes, mm. and I couldn't get back into it. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I finally went online and people were just like, uh, what's going on with CBS All Access? And the app crashes. So you miss about the, f- like, and then finally I ended up going to back to Lowcast and caught part of the game. I didn't go back to CBS All Access until like an hour in. I go, let's see if it worked. And then it seemed to work fine after that. But it was really weird. And uh, so, yeah, CBS is, and I thought this kind of sucked because CBS has been touting the whole CBS All Access is going to be Paramount Plus in March. It's going to be great. And our app crashes at the beginning of the big game. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing, guys? Come on. I mean. You know how many users you have on there. It's I guarantee you didn't get an influx of people because it's a paid service. So I guarantee you didn't get an influx of people that decided to. It happens a lot, though. So I wonder if there's something, some universal issue that everybody has. Because it happens a lot to everybody. It's it is weird because it's always a, every big game. There's always somebody because I think like last year I think it was Comcast last year, their cable subscribers 
got knocked off the game for some reason. I think before that it was Spectrum, and like it's, oh, every year there's always somebody. Well, because you have to think CBS. Yeah, they know how many users they have, but how many are going to watch at the same time? That's the issue. Who does their stuff? The people that do Comic Con. Like it's, <laughs> it just seems to be the same thing over and over again. Or Nintendo, you know, well, we didn't know how many people were actually going to buy the... Uh, Nintendo is actually, um, I read a whole article on this. Nintendo was changing their online search. So they use an antiquated technology for online matchup where basically if your Switch doesn't have all of the information, it, it pauses until it gets it. Hmm. No one else uses that anymore. They all use the one that it kind of... It, it goes ahead and it just does it differently and they're changing it. They're starting to change it. But Nintendo's very slow moving. <laughs> hey, they're allowed to be slow moving. <laughs> they invented Zelda. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Jesus. All right. <laughs> they're set for life. Yeah, I know. It was like, who, who are they trying to impress? Someone uh, told me one time because they, they were mad about something Nintendo did and um, they're like, I mean, what has Nintendo even done for us lately? I'm like, I'm just gaming. <laughs> they're like what gaming i'm like gaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that's the end of the statement <laughs> you know the handheld that you're playing uh zelda on right now yeah yeah that atari destroyed it <laughs> nintendo brought it back exactly so, you know <laughs> long live the japanese <laughs> um yeah i don't i i watched the bit i watched was i watched on hulu tv perfect perfect stream um, of course, it's a little bit more expensive than CVS All Access, <laughs> uh, but didn't it? We watched probably the last quarter, I think. Yeah, everything was perfect and didn't buffer, didn't do anything. Um, and I, I really wasn't paying attention to it though. See, I'm one of those people like I want to know the score, I want to know who wins, but I don't have to watch the whole game. Well, nothing's going to change if I watch it. <laughs> well, I was watching it because also I knew going into the half, I was like, okay, you know, Kansas City's down. They have this ability to when they come back in the second half and just kind of destroy the other side. Right. That did that failed to materialize. I wanted to see the halftime show. Uh, was a little underwhelmed by that. Um, did you know they didn't pay him? Yeah, I know. He paid for that whole thing himself. I know. I was like, oh, seven million bucks. I go, bro. You know, can you know if you're giving away money, dude? Like, uh, you know, because I guess um, he sung older songs, but everything visually was references to his new album. That's what I've heard mm. from a fan of his. So, <laughs> went completely over my head, and it was a little disorientated. Like, I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> like, I didn't dislike it, but I was just confused. Yeah, I like the dude. He's a good singer. Yeah, and, I like him too. But yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit weird. Um. And then the commercials weren't all that impressive, um, which is what my brother likes to watch. He likes to watch them for the commercials, but yeah. they weren't even all that impressive. So I was kind of like, oh, this is a bit lame. But there was one commercial I liked. Um, oh, yeah. I I really like those progressive commercials with the guy that's trying to get you to not be like your parents. They had a new one for him, and he goes, um, and then he goes, by the way, he goes, don't call... What was it? He said, uh, don't call people uh, partner. You're not a cowboy. You never were. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I do like those words. How do you say it? I do like those commercials. <laughs> what was it? Uh, 
you woke up early. Nobody cares. Right. <laughs> uh, but um. But yeah, there's there was really not much that I really kind of was like, well, it is, I guess, the pandemic one. So it was kind of like a little more of a glorified game. But I mean, <laughs> this is COVID shit. Everything's thrown out of whack. And yeah. Everything feels a little bit different. And Because um, I remember when I was wa- watching the NBA last season, NBA um, finals, and it just it was just off. You know, it just right. didn't feel the same it's weird when the crowd's not there well you this, don't see people screaming and fucking carrying on well these people this they had crowds there. they had fans there yeah they were talking about that um someone asked the press secretary for the white house uh today how if biden was going to comment on how he felt about it's so funny like is Biden going to comment on the 7-Eleven being out of milk down the street? Like, they're always asking stupid shit. Uh, but if he's going to comment about the Super Bowl, because there were so many people there without masks and stuff. Yeah. And it's she kind of just brushed it off. Like, what do you want? Like, he can't legally tell them anything. Yeah. It's not his jurisdiction. So there's nothing he can do. That's what people don't understand, because the previous president talked all kinds of shit yeah. that he was going to do that he couldn't. You know, but they're they've been trying to clown her a lot lately. It's kind of incredible to watch. <laughs> I know they always try to see. You know how the Republicans always, oh yeah, they're trying to get us in that gotcha moment. Kind of feels like that's what they're doing. They're trying yeah. to go for that gotcha moment. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it, bro. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I want someone to ask her a question, and she gets tripped up a little bit, and he just points at her. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I really like her though. I think she does a pretty good job. Um, people say she's dumb. Well, Republicans say um, she's dumb because she says I'll circle back. It's like, well, yeah, she's not making up bullshit. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, you, know, you, you like your girl who just uh, goes ahead and says whatever's on her mind and tells the media to shut the fuck up, yeah. basically, because she answers, entertains every fucking question, and you can tell. Like, I watch it every day because hmm. I work from home. I might as well. So I watch it. And I, it's like I, I see her so much now. I can tell the very slight facial movements of when she's like, ugh, like just ask <laughs> your fucking dumbass question. You know? <laughs> right. There's been a couple times where she's been like, I didn't say that and I don't appreciate you putting words in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah oh. I caught that when I was like, oh. oh got half a chub. You see, you see her flip the fucking uh, podium over. Go, you want to go? You want to go? Let's do this. <laughs> right. You're trying to catch hands? Because, I mean, we could do that. What's up? Hey, I ain't afraid to smack a bitch. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, shit. Don't let this Don't let this dress fool you. I will beat your ass. She, right? um, one of her aides gives her a, a rubber band, and she puts her hair back in a bun. <laughs> That's right. You see her taking it. No, this is what it is. Somebody says something dumb, and she kind of just takes a breath and goes, Starts taking her earrings out. You know what, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm real sick. Sick y'all disrespecting me. Taking her yeah. heels off and just like rolling her hair right. back. <laughs> but they sometimes they just ask. And I and you know what? I never I just have opinions on their questions, but I never would say they shouldn't be able to ask them. Because they're the press. They should be able to ask whatever the fuck they feel is important. But some of these questions, bro. <laughs> like, is it you're in the White House? press room this is what you felt needed to be asked yeah there'll be some cutesy questions in there and i kind of like that because it breaks it up like i think um one dude who usually asks some pretty tough questions i think he's a conservative reporter but he's not an asshole he's he's he just asks conservative leaning questions but he's respectful and stuff 
he asked um, if President Biden was going to speak with Tampa Bay and, you know, like corny shit. Right. Um, but I don't know. I watch this shit every day. <laughs> Is he going to speak with Tampa Bay? Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to talk with Brady and give him some pointers on what he could do next that's, year. That's right. <laughs> Teach him everything he fucking knows, bro. <laughs> Uh, and not serve them hamburgers and uh fucking KF and KFC for uh you know a White House deal. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, it's a disrespectful uh, a steak dinner. Yeah, exactly. take it out of my taxes. <laughs> exactly, there you go. It's so fucking important. All right, so now it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar this past week. So. Rare's GoldenEye 007 for the N64 needs no introduction, and now it's possible to revisit the game in a more modern form. This week, a ROM of the canceled 2007 Xbox 360 remaster of the game appeared online, allowing those with a PC to play it using an emulator. According to VGC, via Polygon, the leaked ROM includes the game's entire single-player campaign as well as its multiplayer component. It also allows players to seamlessly toggle between the remastered enhanced textures, effects, and the original, the original's blocky N64 graphics. The ROM made its way online shortly after a YouTube channel named Glassloo um, uploaded a two-hour video of the remaster, and it's seen bits and pieces of the game in years since the um, since news of its existence first came out in 2008. But the video, uh, but that video is our best look at it to date. The closest we've gotten to the proper GoldenEye 007 re-release since it was Activision's 2010 remake of the game which replaced Breers Brosnan with Daniel Craig. So, you know, not exactly a faithful reenaction of the original. <laughs> As for why Microsoft never released the game, it all comes down to the right holders that were involved in the project. The main reason it didn't happen, it was because there were too many stockholders, micro, uh, there were too many um, stakeholders, Microsoft, Nintendo, and bond rights holder Eon could never agree to terms. And that's before you even start to consider getting all the original movie actors to agree to have their likenesses used again. Grant uh, Kirkhope, who composed the music for the original, told VGC, it would have cost a lot of money to get it done, and because of that project, probably wouldn't have been financially viable. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to a buddy about GoldenEye for the N64, um, and he's like, that was like, that's like the greatest shooter of all time. I said, I think the nostalgic lens needs to be tuned, tuned <laughs> down a little bit on the game one. I know it's not the greatest shooter of all time because of the console it was on. <laughs> right. <laughs> it had one fucking analog stick and the graphics weren't all that great. Like, but it, it was a fun game. Like I, it was fun for the time. Yeah. That's the thing is it's a nostalgic lens. In 97 or whenever the <laughs> fucking game came out, that game was a shit, bro. Oh, yeah. I think I still never, have it. <laughs> never be that little dude, though. That was a that was banned in every house. You can't be that little dude. <laughs> fucking hitbox was ridiculous. You running around like Chucky fucking cutting you down. <laughs> did you hear so, about did you hear about that? Um, oh, I can't remember what sheriff's department, but they put out an Amber Alert. And they put out the picture, but the, the thing was that they put out the picture of the Chucky doll. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, Idiots, bro. I was like, you're getting taxpayer money. That's that. Idiots, bro. 
Um, by the way, uh, earlier was a teaser because I have the article that I read about the Nintendo changing their internet stuff. So I'm about to read it to you. Um, <laughs> Nintendo via the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite, is reportedly making an improvement many Nintendo fans have been waiting a decade for. For over 10 years, um, Nintendo has utilized a technology called Nex, N-E-X, uh, which it uses for its multiplayer server system, which means that multiplayer games with online elements on the Switch and Switch Lite have to work with this technology. The problem is it's dated not great, which is why many Nintendo fans will be happy to hear that Nintendo is reportedly replacing it with something newer and better. According to the report, Nintendo is preparing to move on from Nex in favor of a new and different system dubbed NPLN. Unfortunately, a transition likely doesn't mean this aspect of gaming on the Switch and Switch Lite will automatically and immediately improve, but it provides a platform for improvement. The report continues by claiming that Monster Hunter Rise is the first game to make use of the technology, and the recent demo of the game allowed Nintendo to preview the technology out in the wild. Um, yeah, so that demo is like their test. Um, and I've been hearing things have been going pretty well. Um, for now, take everything here with a grain of salt. Not only is everything here, not only is everything here official, but it's unclear if the excitement about the change is warranted. In other words, even if this change is real and goes through, it's not 100% obvious it will improve online play, especially at first. At the moment, of publishing, Nintendo has not commented on this report and the speculation surrounding it in any capacity. It's unlikely this will change given Nintendo's strict no-comment policy when it comes to information of the unofficial and speculative variety. But if it does, we will be sure to update the story with whatever is provided. This is on um, comicbook.com. Um, so that's it's good news. Um, but they, like they said, it's, it, they're just changing the platform. It's up to them and the game developers, mainly them, um, <laughs> for the majority of the games that people are going to want to play, um, utilize it correctly. So it's, it's going to be a growing pain situation. Um, but I would love for better online play for the switch because the online play for the switch is bad enough that I don't even care <laughs> to use it, which is a bummer because, you know, I have all my friends except for Steve. I uh, have a Switch, and we all have pretty much the same games. So it would be cool to play some games together, but um, it's usually a lag fest, and it's just not worth it. You know? Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Xbox just uh, released that. Despite popular belief, spamming the A button does not make uh, loading screens go any no, faster. No, they're fucking lying. <laughs> It's fake news, bro. If you, it's they're not hitting the button fast enough. That's the problem. You oh, gotta mash the fuck out of that button <laughs> and shave off at least nine percent wait time. <laughs> oh man! How dare they? <laughs> it's the cue of Xbox, man. That's what's going. That's on. right. Oh, by the way, I remember the the commercial that I liked. It was Excellent. the it was the um the uh, oh my god. What's his name? Oh shit! I just had it. The um, oh, what's his name? The uh, he's the big hot actor right now, Michael. Uh, uh oh no, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. Alexa commercial. Did you see that one? Mm-mm. Yeah, it was like uh, the they said, yeah, look at this uh, Alexa, and the lady goes, oh my gosh, she goes, how could we make this any better? And then she looks out the window, and then all of a sudden she goes. Alexa, 
and the and it's the image of Michael B. Jo- uh, 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 Michael B. Jordan, and then he she goes, um, like, uh, read me the story. And he's sitting in the bathtub with her, and he's saying the story very slow. So like, and his husband's going, um, you you've been in the bathroom quite a while. He goes, can you? Uh, other people have to use it. And then she goes, Alexa, turn down the lights. And he takes off his shirt. And like all his, all her female friends are there and they're staring at him. And then he puts his shirt over the light <laughs> to like dim the light. It was hilarious. I was cracking up. Was yeah. Like, all the, all the ladies love that dude. <laughs> um, so. And some of the guys, I mean, yeah. they don't want to admit it. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'll be back in like 10, 10 seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Voting tech company Smartmatic has sued Fox News, former Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and TV host Lou Dobbs for spreading a conspiracy theory about the 2020 U.S. presidential election. The New York State court lawsuit says Fox and others deliberately made Smartmatic the quote unquote villain in a false story about fraudulent voting. And th- since then, it's em- um, it says employees have received death threats and clients have balked at the company's tarnished reputation. It's demanding $2.7 billion in damages and full retraction of all false statements. Smartmatic figured heavily in the sprawling and baseless claims that former President Donald Trump won the 2020 election. The conspiracy alleged that Smartmatic secretly owned its competitor Dominion and was founded by associates of long-dead Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez in order to steal the election. Smartmatic's founders are from Venezuela, but they launched the company in Florida and deny any link to Chavez. It also asserts that Smartmatic technology contained a backdoor that let conspirators remotely change votes, vote counts. As Smartmatic notes, the company is unaffiliated with Dominion and plays a minimal role in elections, providing software only to Los Angeles County. However, the claims received widespread coverage on conservative news networks like Fox, often through Powell and Giuliani, who were promoting a fruitless legal fight to overturn the election results. Defendant's story, um, defendants' stories was a lie, all of it, and they knew it. The complaint reads, overnight, Smartmatic went from an un- under-the-radar election technology and software company with a track record of success to a villain in the defendant's disinformation campaign. So one important note on this is that the day after this lawsuit um, was filed and mentioned Fox and Lou Dobbs, Lou Dobbs was fired from Fox News. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, well, technically his show was canceled. He is still being paid by Fox News, but to sit out. So it looks like they're yeah, I think they're paying an amount through his contract. Yeah. And um, the other ones that were also named in the lawsuit was Maria uh, Bartiromo and Janine Pirro. So people are wondering if they'll be the next because Lou Dobbs was actually the highest rated show on Fox Business so and a close ally of the president of former President Trump. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when Fox has to um, either pay out the 2.7 billion which should be pocket change to them or um i don't know lately yeah or um if they actually say um sorry <laughs> my fault yeah my bad dude <laughs> listen listen um listen i'm sorry <laughs> see the way my the, the way my bank account works right. is uh 
it, it, until we, we didn't notice until it was too late. That's always that kind <laughs> yeah. of shit. Well, like, it's, shut the fuck up. It's funny because um, everybody expects the like other ones like Newsmax and um, One America News to get hit with that next. Um, One America News has always been a big supporter of that My Pillow guy, and the yeah. My the My Pillow guy, you know, was um, had a three hour documentary about how you know the election was stolen by Trump and was going to be brought was broadcast on OAN but right before it they OAN put up this big old disclaimer saying um the views and the uh, points of the story in this documentary do not reflect the personal views of uh, of the company in fact this was just paid time and <laughs> so they're basically like yeah we don't endorse any of this so this is kind of this dude's thing but even um Dominion and stuff like that were like going yeah that's not going to protect you from this lawsuit <laughs> yeah, it's um, I I don't know. People still having um, still having allegiance to Trump. Like, it's just funny to me. Like, if they start firing all the people that fucked up at Fox, there ain't gonna be no one to be on the TV because they all had a hand in it. You know. So. Well, yeah, a lot of people are saying, well, what about like Hannity and? All of them. Hannity, I need him to be fired. It's rare that I ever find joy from other people's pain. It really is. I, I, even if I don't like somebody, I don't like, I don't wish anything negative to anybody, but Hannity's a piece of shit. I would get a smile if he got fired. (laughs) (laughs) Would I get a chub? Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, he's, I watched some video on YouTube one time where, they were showing clips of him and every single clip contradicted the other clip. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I love, like, do they just hand you something and you read it? I love uh, the daily show when they do that, when they go like how he looked, you know, how he said about Obama doing it and Trump doing it. <laughs> it's just like, it's right. like, it's like, what are you doing, dude? The only difference is Obama's dick wasn't in his mouth. That's true. Amazon. But he was living rent free in his head. Oh, Charge him something. He's got some money. <laughs> Amazon's incoming CEO Andy Jassy. Jazz the place up. <laughs> you know, because, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> says he's committed to Amazon's video game development efforts um, in response to a damning report from Bloomberg last week about the problem facing the team. Some businesses take off in the first year and others take many years, Jesse wrote in a staff email. uh, He's talking about Amazon gaming right there. (laughs) That's right. Um, Though we haven't consistently succeeded yet in AGS, Amazon Game Studios, uh, I believe we will if we hang in there. It's nice to have enough money to hang in there. Yeah. Um, being successful. <laughs> that's 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 usually when they say, "Yeah, we, you know, to hang in there," and then followed a week later by, "We're laying off half the department." Exactly. But we're hanging. They're in not going to hang in there. <laughs> but you know, um, being successfully right, uh, being successful right away. <laughs> I thought I was talking about myself. Yeah. Um, being successful right, <laughs> <laughs> right away uh, is obviously less stressful. But when it takes longer, it's often sweeter. Jesse continued. I believe that this team will get there if we stay focused on um, what matters most. Uh, The message comes at a critical time for Amazon Game Studios, the e-commerce giant's video game development arm. The decision to set up the division reportedly came directly from outgoing Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, who recently announced he is stepping down from the position later this year to be replaced by current Amazon Web Service head Andy Jassy. 
with the company reportedly spending almost 500 million uh, a year on on it as yet unsuccessful video game division does a it's kind of a hefty amount of money. I know it's Amazon, but still, um, it's important that <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah, it probably came out of Bezos' pocket. Um, has anybody got a change for a twenty? Right. <laughs> Um, it's important that it has the support of the incoming CEO. Bloomberg's um, previous report alleged that Amazon Game Studios has faced a host of problems, including a studio head who lacks experience in video games, a painfully slow in-house game engine, and a bro culture that doesn't give women the same opportunities as men. I wonder if that's true or that's just because they just say that now for everything. There always has to be some kind of social justice thing wrong with everything. Yeah, well, come on. Gaming is bro culture. Gaming is a bit of a bro culture, yes. Um, there is one major studio that's headed by a um, a woman. She's hot, too. And I know that statement doesn't really help, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying. Um, I lost my place now. <laughs> yeah, because you got, got caught up on it. <laughs> and a bro culture that doesn't give women about that. In response to the report, studio head Mike uh, Frazzini um, has reportedly emailed the team saying that there's zero tolerance for any anything less than a, f- a fully equi- equitable and inclusive environment. In his email this week, uh, Jazzy expressed support for Frazzini. I mean, of course he did because the, <laughs> what's the alternative? Being a piece of shit? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, some people thrive on that. I never understood the whole, oh, only men do this, sweetheart, kind of bullshit. It's like you're cutting out half of the possibilities by only having dudes. You need to have most different oh, fucking <laughs> sexism so dumb. Like it's I'm joking around and stuff like that, but like when people are actually doing it in the workplace, you're such a fucking idiot. Like just knock it off. Let them do the work. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But despite Jazzy's support, Amazon Game Studios is still facing challenges. Last year uh it released and then pulled and canceled Crucible because that game was fucking horrifyingly bad. But, you know, whatever. A hero shooter that drew inspiration from Overwatch. Another of its tentpole games, New World, was also delayed. Um, while the video game adaptation of The Grand Tour was released to such poor reviews in 2019 that it was later removed from storefronts. <laughs> um, AGS might have the support of Amazon's next CEO, but it's got a long way to go if it wants to earn the support of players so here here's why i stand on this amazon has the resources um to pull this off the problem is is i think bezos is just an eccentric billionaire because his space program is pretty trash too yeah they barely do anything um every little side project he has i think he just does for fun because he's that rich well that's so now there's a new te- dude they're gonna have to figure out how to make it money with it yeah he had to see the thing with bezos is he that was just like side money for him like that was just like oh i need yeah, a tax write-off i need a tax write-off so we got to do this and amazon still is a bit of a heavyweight in gaming culture because they own and operate twitch tv which is an extremely lucrative and popular website. Um, I've actually been watching Twitch a lot because I watch uh, people playing old school games. I've been watching this dude play um, the second Zelda game on the NES. A classic. A lot of people hate on that game. I love that game. <laughs> but, you know. I was actually, I know I'm far away from the mic right now, but um, 
was actually thinking of watching Twitch on my TV instead of on my computer. Well, you're not one to hang out on your computer. Yeah. You, you're at your computer when you're doing something on the computer, right. and then you go to your TV. Yeah. I'm pretty much always at my desk. I watch TV on it. Well, I do my work well, on it. Because like, I, I, could, I could have it on in the background while I'm doing something on my computer. Yeah. yeah. I'm the fucking lawnmower man, bro, <laughs> at this fucking computer at this point. Check that reference out. Um, Russell Crowe, baby. <laughs> I really wasn't into Twitch until recently when I realized they had a retro section. <laughs> because most of Twitch, just like most of YouTube, is garbage. That's not worth my time. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't need to see some fucking, what do they call them, e thoughts or whatever, you know, hey. trying to show her cleavage and shit. Hey, whatever. hey, they're they're people too. They are people too, but they're people that are wasting my time. Okay? <laughs> That's what Pornhub's for. I don't need to go and see you tease everybody and then beg me for money. Fuck off. <laughs> if you got ten minutes to watch my stream, you got ten dollars to go ahead and throw at me. <laughs> fucking girls like send me a 20 i want i want to be an old man and type in the chat back in my day when you gave a girl a 20 she gave you a fucking blowjob <laughs> so i don't know what what kind of weird hooker digital shit you got going on or back in my day when you gave somebody a 20 you were getting a full you were getting a full new lap dance that's what you were getting right <laughs> go to the boom boom room with that what was it a uh, beverly hills cop guy goes uh he goes yeah get a get a coke it's like five bucks he goes five bucks I can get blown for five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I watch the the retro streams. Um, I also watch um, sometimes watch people play chess. I'm a nerd. Yeah. You know what do you want from me? Um, and occasionally, <laughs> I will watch um, like a big time streamer, but it depends on what they're doing. But there, there's a whole culture around Twitch streamers, like the big ones. They only play what's trendy, right? And then pretend to like it <laughs> because that's what they have to play. Like everyone was playing that game, um, Among Us. Oh yeah. And one dude finally said it. He's like, "I guess I have to play this, so you'll watch <laughs> me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that sounds so fucking depressing. Like games are supposed to be fun." Yeah, but when you try, like, but when you try to make money off that shit, you gotta play. That's right. Because the dude trendy. I watch, the dude I watch with the retro shit, he plays. He's currently playing um, the Legend of Zelda Links. What is it, Links Adventure Two or something like that? Um, he's got like sixteen people watching him, <laughs> but it's kind of dope because there's so little people in there that were in the chat. Like, hey man, what's up? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've been trying to get past this all fucking day. I'm sick of this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind. Of, it, that's kind of fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I get the appeal of Twitch, but you just have to find something you want to watch. Right. And and Twitch is good to have in the background too, like you said, when you're doing something. That's why I watch it while I'm working because I don't have to look at it. Yeah. You know, so. Unless you know, unless her, unless her top falls off and then you're like, oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going on I'm break. Not, I'm not that I'm not better than everyone else. I follow a couple of the girlies on it too. You feel me? Like, like sometimes we all need an escape. All right. Oh baby e-girl. <laughs> Some of them are weird though. Yeah. Like people want girls to do weird shit. And I I'm not I'm a very traditional dude. Missionary. Like, not a prude, but just like I don't need girls to like lap up fucking milk out of a bowl with cat ears on it's not necessary <laughs> it's doing too much and it's making me uncomfortable 
All right. Well, at this point, we're going to take a quick break. And, yeah, I'm uh, going to watch some cat ear girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. going to go hit up Twitch real quick. Uh, I don't know why, but I know what I like. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, maybe I'll go and uh, rewatch that Michael B. Jordan commercial real quick. Oh, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. We're back. Um, so Activision's getting sued. <laughs> That's the story. That's it. That's took the- long enough. No. <laughs> So in 2019, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare publisher Activision Blizzard introduced a new character to its game. The operator named Mara, a writer and photographer, is now alleging that the game intentionally modeled Mara after his own character, Cade Cade Janis, from a short story called November Resistance. Plaintiff Clayton Haugen filed a copyright infringement lawsuit in the Texas court on Tuesday, according to court documents first published by torrent freak he alleged that the activision blizzard and developer infinity war willfully in um, intended to model mara after k janice including hiring the same model alex um, zedra to reproduce and reproduce the photo shoot and scan her likeness for use of the game hogden said develop developer posted his kate and janice photographs on the photography studio wall during the call of duty uh modern warfare shoot Hagen said he originally hired Zedra in 2017 to model as Caden Janis before he pitched the story to movie studios. He later published photos uh, to his website in a, in a calendar and on Instagram. The um, In addition to hiring the same talent, they also hired the same makeup professional who had prepared the, the talent for Hogden's Cade Janus photographs, lawyers wrote in the complaint, they instructed the makeup professional to prepare the talent exactly as she was done for Hogden's Kate and Janet photographs. They instructed her to style the talent's hair exactly as it was done for Hogden's uh, Kate Janus photographs, use, um, even using the same hairpiece extensions. Hogden alleges that uh, Activision Blizzard and Infinity War required the model and makeup artist to sign non-disclosure agreements to, quote, conceal their planned infringement. The character Mara alongside another character, Nikto, were added to Call of Duty Modern Warfare in 2019. The character was available as part of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 1 Battle Pass, which was available originally for a 1,000 COD points or around 10 bucks. A number of skins are available for the character in addition to the COD points. One, the Kawaii Catsuit, our cat skin puts Mara in a cat-eared metal uh, military helmet and unlocks kawaii, a, uh, kawaii, uh, <laughs> uh, and unlocks a kitten charm called Nyan Nyan that dangles from her weapon. The bonus, the uh, bundle costs twenty four hundred COD points. Who, who made her this tough chick a waifu? Like what? <laughs> Someone watches way too much fucking anime. Yeah. Well, when you see you see the side by side stills, you're kind of like, yeah, I think this guy has a case. I mean, is she on his pillow at home? <laughs> and listen, she's an attractive character. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, but we don't we don't need that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think the issue too is like, and I've I've, I've explained. We had a conver- had a conversation with a couple of buddies of mine. I said that no one ever cares when there's a dumb ditzy girl in a video game. The problem is is when you take a girl 
who isn't supposed to be that. Right. And you try to impose it onto her. <laughs> you're being an asshole. You know? <laughs> right. Because this chick is supposed to be a badass. Jane's right. supposed to be fucking a ditzy chick. Put cat ears on her. Can't <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, wait. <laughs> it's coming in going, all right, all right. I know a little too much about that anime shit, to be honest. My kids be watching that shit. Anyway. <laughs> President Biden is poised to resurrect the weekly radio ad- address, um, but he's hoping to keep it relevant through a simple strategy. Ditch the radio. As the New York Times explains, the White House has launched a weekly conversation series that embraces the more informal style of podcasts. The first episode, a chat with a worker laid off during the pandemic, is available on YouTube and social media platforms, but probably won't reach your local radio station. The aim is to use the format and platform where people are. White House Digital uh, Strategy Director Rob um, Flattery told The Times. This isn't an in-depth, heavy-hitting discussion like with some podcasts, like classic, uh, yeah, some podcasts like this one, <laughs> um, like classic weekly radio addresses. This is about amplifying the president's message. You're theoretically more likely to support Biden's agenda as he discuss, discusses it each week, um, especially if it's presented in the same way as a podcast on or YouTube show. It's far from certain um, that this approach will work, but pe- Past presidents have had varying degrees of success with weekly addresses, ranging from Reagan's triumphs to Carter's failures. Um, there are more political shows online, and many of those will ask questions that won't um, come up in an official presentation. If nothing else, Biden is acknowledging a digital-first media landscape where former radio pro- radio broadcasts are a thing of the past. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of political podcasts out, but I mean, you only have time to listen to one podcast a week, Pip. Right. <laughs> you know, like... Well, what, what's funny, though, or what I think is funny, is that you're going to hear Biden be like, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the uh, the President Podcast. You want to hit us up on Patreon? Uh, be sure to hit that like button. <laughs> Stupid, bro. <laughs> like and subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell um, so you can get, you get alerted. Um, go inside. I think it's, get our I Patreon. Think it's you can get go ahead and get uh, special. Uh, you get the uh, press secretary with cat ears. You know. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I think. Um, I think this is like a continuation of what Obama was doing. We're trying to modernize things. Yeah. Like you're trying to reach. Because if you put it on the radio, no one would hear it. Yeah, and not to mention, it's only that one time you're going to hear it. You put the it on a podcast, time... you, you, and with pot, and you put it in podcast form, more people are going to listen to it. No one has the fucking attention span anymore. They, they they listen to it once on the radio, they won't remember it. They have to be able to listen to it again. Right. And also, um, the only time anyone listens to the radio is when they forget to sync their phone to their Bluetooth before they start driving. <laughs> And they're like, oh, fuck. And then they get to listen to commercials the entire fucking time. Right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, be sure to hit up our OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> Start a Patreon um, for the White House. Your tax money is not enough. We also need that free money. <laughs> you feel me? Um, I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea. No, it is a cool idea. I, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll uh, Maybe I'll look for it. Because when did when did who stopped doing the addresses? But I think Trump did. So Obama did them. Yeah, weekly I, addresses. Yeah, I think Obama did some. I don't remember them. Yeah, but I know uh, Trump didn't do them because motherfucker can't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid. He did weekly addresses. He just did them all the time. Anytime he was being interviewed. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he just did addresses, not weekly addresses. Anybody yeah, to put a did. camera in front of him, that was an address. He addressed motherfuckers. That's what he did. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, Google has apparently blocked the great suspender Chrome uh, extension from Chrome, with existing users now receiving a message that says it has been disabled because it contains malware. It's also been removed from the Chrome Web Store, with any links to it now leading to a 404 page. Uh, some are worried about losing their tabs, but Reddit users have found a way to recover them via XDA developers. By XDA developers. The Great Suspender was a hugely useful extension, minus the malware at least, for keeping your browser running smoothly. The tool would automatically shut down tabs that you hadn't looked at for a while, replacing them with a gray blank uh, with a blank gray screen. Return to the tab, and you could click the reload back. Uh, you can click the reload back to where you were, giving Chrome's tendency to hog much of the computer's memory. The extension was a simple way to keep your browsing moving a bit faster without force actually forcing your tabs to close. Uh, it, if you use the extension and you are looking to get uh, get your tabs back, the step uh, the steps are simple. If a if a bit tedious. If the tabs were open, you can go back and click the URL bar. Then there will be a ton of text that looks something like, and they show the text on there. And at the end of the address, at the address of the page you were on, deleting everything before the URL and entering and hitting enter will bring the page back to life. Reddit uh, Reddit user avatar underscore eng also discovered that you can. Get those tabs back by searching your Chrome history. It's basically the same process as above. You can search for the extension's ID, and then it shows a bunch of characters, and then opens the tab and removes the junk. And it may be annoying process, but it's better than losing any work or incredible memes you may have had. Neither Google nor the developers of the extension immediately responded to requests for comment. <sighs> <laughs> Do I use the internet differently from everybody else? I guess. I mean... Like I, I am when I'm done reading something, I close it. Yeah, I mean the only time I really have tabs open is when I'm researching stuff for like my shows or for the podcast and stuff like that. But even then, when I'm done with them, I close the tabs. I don't right. read the tabs open all the Stop time. Stop being so fucking lazy that you can't close tabs. And my thing is, is like you know they go, oh yeah, Chrome is so resource heavy. I actually found Firefox to be more resource heavy than Chrome. I've actually been I've been using Chrome for about a month now. Yeah, same here. It's giving it a good run and it's working perfectly fine. Yeah, I've been I haven't had that issue, and the only thing is, is that now I start to see like, oh, it's because everybody has ninety-seven tabs open. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> Close a fucking tab. And then people say, oh, it's because I'm saving things for later. Clip that shit to OneNote. Save the fucking image to your desktop. It's not needed. There's no good reason to have that many tabs. Like I'll have maybe five or six tabs open at a time. That's about the highest I'll go. But some motherfuckers out here, they're tabs, but you can't even see what it is. Yeah, and another Get your life together. There's also a little thing next to the URL. It's called a star. It's called a bookmark. Book, oh bookmark God. that shit, and you're done. There you go. Yeah, I have I have bookmark um, folders like for individual things Yeah. Um, sorted, and then I use the other bookmarks for stuff I want to read later. Yeah. And they even have add-ons like, um, what's that one where you can you can send your bookmark to... 
to it and you can then open it later or some silly shit. I don't know. This is like um, Amazon. I mean, um, Firefox used to use Pocket. Yeah, Pocket. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you can download that for Chrome too. Mm. Here's my thing is if <laughs> you need an extension to suspend tabs for you because you can't be bothered to close them, you deserve the malware that was in it. <laughs> get your life together. Like get your priorities together. <laughs> Seriously, it's 2021. Okay? I knew I knew this story was gonna set you off. I'm like, oh, this is gonna set Adam. It's just so fucking annoying. <laughs> I can't. Like, like here, with all this with the stories that we do. I have for what the four stories, the douchebag and the social media idiots, I have four, five, six tabs open. When I finish the story, I close it. Yeah, because I don't fucking need it anymore. (laughs) Usually, so right now, and I'm actually being lazy myself. I have, I was looking at something on Amazon earlier. I'll close that. Facebook's still up. I'll close that. Um. My next article that I need to read is up, and then the article that you were reading is up. That's usually the two things that are up when we're doing the podcast. Um, and that's it. I mean, I have those and my the OnlyFans page open, but that's oh, of course. I yeah. mean, you know, just in case you get a fucking hit. Um, I don't know, man. I I feel, and this is a common issue. I hear people, oh, I have so many tabs. Of why you do know you can close them, right? I don't know, man. And I spend the majority, I'm going to be real, and it might sound sad, I spend the majority of my life on my computer. Okay, I work from home, all my recreation is on this fucking thing. Get it (laughs) to fucking gather, okay? Steve purposely picks shit to piss me off. (laughs) So annoying. (laughs) Anyway, I had to mention this. Reddit has referenced the recent GameStop stock market. Wow, stock (laughs) market uh, frenzy in a new five-second Super Bowl uh, spot which needed to be paused to be read. Or I'm going to read it to you right now. Um, One thing we have learned from our community uh, last week is that underdogs can accomplish just about anything when they come together around a common idea. Read the brief message to viewers. Um, Let me read the message and then um, I'll read the rest of the thing. Wow, this actually worked. If you're reading this, it means our bet paid off. Big game spots are expensive, so we couldn't buy a full one, but we we were inspired and decided to spend our entire marketing budget on five seconds of airtime. One thing we learned from our communities last week is the underdog can accomplish just about anything and puts in a common idea. Just read that part. Um, who knows? Maybe you'll be the reason finance textbooks have to add a chapter on tendies. Maybe... <laughs> You'll help um, r slash superb owl teach the world about the majesty of owls. Maybe you'll even pause this five-second ad. Powerful things happen when people rally around something they really care about. And there's a place for that. It's called Reddit. And you know what? I second that shit. I fucking love Reddit. (laughs) Reddit is the shit, dude. Anything you could ever possibly think, there's people on there talking about it. The stock market drama surrounded GameStop saw its stock surge to record levels due to a battle between short sellers and an informal group of hobby investors who joined forces via the subreddit r slash Wall Street Bets. GameStop's stock skyrocketed over 1,700% as a result, um, leaving exposed short seller hedge fund uh, Melvin Capital and others in massive financial strife in the tune of billions of dollars. 
despite the fact that the strategy is still ongoing, a movie is already in the works. Of course it is based on a book from the New York times bestseller offer uh, author, Ben uh, Mesrich. Uh, the book hasn't even been written yet, but promises to tell the story of a ragtag group <laughs> of amateur investors, gamers and internet trolls who brought uh, wall street to its knees. That movie is going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it right now. The book might be good, but the movie is going to be cheesy and stupid. I'm thinking 2000, let's say it comes out in 2022, 2022's version of Hackers, but not cool. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So. <laughs> wow. The whole stock market thing had me fucking laughing. It just proves how delicate things are. And if you push just so in a certain direction, you will fuck everything up. <laughs> well, it's just funny to me how like the stock market has been doing the same exact thing for years, decades. And that's how they got rich. But then you had a bunch of normies go out there and you know go, oh, well, we'll fuck this up. And now yeah. they're bitching about it. Hey, they can't do this because that's what we do and we make mm -hmm. money off that. Why, why do I have to deal with these normal people? <laughs> stupid i don't i barely knew what the fuck was going on to be honest i didn't People have, kept asking me like what's going on with the stock i don't fucking know well i kept hearing about the whole GameStop thing and i and then the stock market and then i was just kind of like what the hell and then finally i just started i read about what was going on. i was like oh that's what's yeah. going on i'm like that's funny <laughs> yeah. they just manipulate the market they, they're doing what the hedge fund investors do for a living. Yeah. Shorting the market is the same exact thing as what the other people were doing by yeah. causing the stock market to go up. It's, it's what, you know, it reminded me of what happened to uh, Toys R Us. Rest in peace, by the way. Mm. Because it got bought by an investment firm or something. And they, they took, Toys R Us was actually growing at the time. Yeah. And they took all the debt from their other companies and put it into Toys R Us and let it fail. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of, that's what's been happening. That's why companies like Sears went under because of they kept being bought out by hedge funds and they just kept mm -hmm. getting raped. And it's like, but that's legal. That's okay. We can do that. Yeah. All but right. people can't just get together and buy stocks. Right. Uh, Whatever. I heard they're going to just keep doing it. Yeah. Well, good so. for them. Everybody's like, well, you know, these hedge funds, like, fuck the hedge funds. You know, they're like, well, some of your 401ks, yeah, but some of these hedge funds is also sank 401ks, so... You know, yeah, they don't care. Yeah. So now it's time for our douchebags of the week. Uh, my douchebag is kind of funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh, I heard about this. This dude's a fucking character. Yeah, dude. I know, dude. So, um, let's see. Okay, uh, this this article has also been updated. So, the fallout from Morgan Wallen's caught on tape use of a racial epithet. <laughs> Continued throughout epithet. the day. Uh, I love that word, epithet. Epithet, yeah. With the Academy of Country Music Awards being the latest organization to disavow the country music superstar. Um, I'm not going to read their statement because it's not important. Um, the oh. top-selling music star and former voice contestant who was dropped by Saturday Night Live from an appearance in October when videos surfaced of him partying without a mask um, is apologizing again this time for a video that likely will be will have a harsher impact on his career. In the short video by a neighbor, Wallen is seen outside of his Nashville home shouting the N-word. Now, I just kind of laugh because I go, 
what was he doing? Like standing in his front yard in like boxer shorts and like shirtless with a beer the screaming the N-word. Um, and so in the video shared by TMZ, uh, the singer has been seen the, and heard returning home from an evening partying with his friends uh, with a, um, when he loudly said goodbye to his buddies, referring to one of them with the epithet. The 27-year-old Wallen released a statement of apology saying, I'm embarrassed and sorry. I used an unacceptable, inappropriate racial slur that I wish I could take back. There was no excuse for this type of language ever. I want to apologize, sincerely apologize for using the you're using the word I promised to to do better. Response really copy and pasted that. that I know it's like he was like, oh, "Where's the? I know I have the file saved here. Oh, here's my apology. Let's go ahead and copy and paste that on there." Uh, the response from the uh, country music industry was swift, as Deadline's sister publication Variety first reported. Uh, network radio Cumulus Media immediately removed Wallen from the playlist of its 400 plus stations. Wallen's music also disappeared from Spotify's Huck Country playlist and Apple Music's Today's Country. Throughout Wednesday and other services and radio chains followed suit by pulling Wallen's music, including Sirius XM, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. Jesus Christ. Uh, Wallen was a... I'll tell you what, don't slip up no more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Keep your fucking head down. um, Wallen was also arrested outside an Asheville bar in May for public intoxication and disorderly conduct. Made headlines in October when SNL creator Lauren Michaels pulled him from the guest musician spot after a video surface of the massless partying in violation of SNL's COVID protocols. Walson apologized and was booked for a December episode in which he took part in a Christmas Carol-like skit about repeating his mistake. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, so, yeah, the funny yeah, thing... Yeah, he's known for being a fucking idiot. Yeah, the funny thing is, is that in the comments... Oh, it's all white people. You can tell because it's the whole, oh, black people can use that word, but white people can't. Um, uh, you know what I always, my answer to that, because I've had people tell me that before and I go, why are you upset? Why is it such a bother to you that you can't say the N word? I think that's really the question you need to ask yourself. Right. Like, why do you want to say it so bad? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I never understood people like and it, it's always people like like they get this little bit of excitement if they can say the n-word yeah why like why do you who cares yeah and it, it's, it's funny dumb. because for for a Hollywood rag there's I, I it's funny because deadline is a is all about like entertainment in Hollywood but yeah. there are so many Trumpers and like you know right-wing kind of people that leave the comments in here because that's all that does that stuff. There's one person here that says, when the black community takes the same stance on using it for um, using it themselves, I'll agree with you. And using the word alone does not make you a racist. The same that saying something is gay doesn't make you a homophobe. And I'm like, oh, so we're doing the whataboutism? Is that that what we're doing yeah, here? There's two different things. Like, I'm just done. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say the n word. I'm white. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's no you know. like hidden desire that's like, oh, I need to say yeah. that. I need to say that. I need to say that. But I also, another thing too is I understand the history of the word and I understand what someone who looks like me saying it looks like. You understand? Yeah. And I don't want to be associated with that nonsense. And not to mention, I don't fucking care. It's, it's there's no desire to say it. There is, I see a lot of people, like, not a lot of people, when I was growing up, you know, white kids who 
listen to hip hop. I was a white kid that listened to hip hop, but the ones that go a little too far, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and they're they're wearing like they're fully into the culture, which nowadays is fine, but they've lost their own identity. Oh, like right. they're just, you know, and there's colorful words for that too. Um, but then they then their only desire in life is to say the n word and be able to say it. Like they used to call it the um the n word pass. So and I'm like, you people are fucking demented. Like, who gives a fuck? Just call everyone an asshole, right? You know. And then you have people that are sitting there going, "This bullshit." You know, what about cracker and beaner and all this? I was like, I was like, I was like, when's the last time you were called a cracker? Yeah, but the thing like, is, the thing is, is I I was sitting there going, oh, because yeah, because that word rises up to. You know that, like, so, right. like if you like, like the John Mulaney thing. It's like, um, the John Mulaney said that he wrote a joke one time about a midget. He said he used the word midget, and he said that uh, the producer said you can't say that. And he goes, why not? And he because that's like using the n word. And then he looked at him and he goes, um, I remember this, yeah, yeah, where he's like, um, well, I don't think so because you said midget and we can't even say the other word, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't think it rises up to the same thing, but now there's, um, there's also, I, uh, there was a follow-up story that said that, um, his music's been selling, his albums have been selling like crazy. And I was like, of course, because now they're going to use that at the clan rallies. Cause that's the right. They're like, Oh, they're trying to cancel <laughs> him. They're trying well, to, anyone, anyone with some fucking, um, who's in the new, there's no such thing as bad press. It's it's that kind of thing. Yeah. He's in the news so that people want to see what he's saying and see if they can catch him say something stupid. And then you have the racist people. The thing is, is and I had to tell my kid this. He's like, I think most people are, are racist Trumpers because that's all you see in the comments. I said, it's because only dumb people comment on things on the internet like that. Like, most people go about their day and don't give a fuck and don't say anything. The majority of people in this country are not racist assholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? The thing is, is that I, I, I disagree to that. Sense. Oh, here we go. I'm saying that everybody in this country is a little bit racist, but it's to the extent of what exactly, how far do you take it? You know, like the, the jokes of like, oh, he's Asian, so he can't drive right. You know, um, you know, oh, well, of course he's that. He's black. You know, I think I, well, I think then but, the clarification should be racism versus bigoted yeah versus bigotry yeah because it's like bigoted is the bad is the really bad thing yeah you know and and we all yes you know you say certain things to to your friends and it's like going you know because they're like oh well you know if you're really close you know you can use that with your your black friends and i'm like you know what i have black friends i've never used that word i've actually been told by some some black guys that I was cool with in school, like, oh, you can say it. I'm like, I don't want to say it. Yeah. And I told him flat out, I said, personally, I don't think you should say it, but you can do whatever you like. Yeah. Because I understand the history of the word. Right. And it's kind of, I know, I'm the same way where it's like, you know, it's, you know, and then I had somebody say, you know, you can say it to me and it's cool. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to say it to you. Because to me, it's like, it's a derogatory remark and I don't, I don't want right. to say it to you. I ha- I don't have that, oh, can I, can I, can I call you? It's, it's like this weird, like, why is somebody, feel the need to be able to say that it's like i don't get it I kind of- I did a, some white dude was telling me one time he goes uh they call you know i've been called a cracker before and i was offended I'm like do you even know what that means <laughs> he goes it means white person i'm like try again 
that you don't even know where that word comes from. <laughs> I said, I'm sick and tired of people being upset about things just because they want to be upset about it. <laughs> like, we have no fucking, just for sake of anyone listening and they don't know, it's the sound of a whip. Yeah. That's what, cracker. Um, a lot of people think it has something to, uh, someone told me, oh, it's because white people eat bland food <laughs> and it's crackers. I'm like, hey, that's clever. Ritz, but Ritz no. crackers are pretty bomb. I'm just going to tell you that. Hey, a saltine will set you right if your stomach hurt, bro. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, someone, what was it? What's another, um, what's another slang honky. term for white people? Honky. Um, yeah, honky. It's always and it, but it's by like, the I way, mean, it's they like, all sound very southern, right? And they're very hokey. It's you know, there's like it's just silly, yeah, you know, yeah. And it's because they don't come from a place of oppression. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oppressed that came up with them. If you like, just the word cracker is a perfect example that whoever uttered that word for the first time was not the boss, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just so stupid. And I, I get tired of the, um, the like, simply put, and I'm going to get off this fucking soapbox. Okay. If the, if there's a large population of people, it doesn't matter who they are. Okay. Close your eyes. Pretend you don't see their skin color. Cause honestly, it's fucking irrelevant. And they say, Hey, it's really offensive when you do X, Y, Z. Why don't you just not be a piece of shit and go, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because when you, if you're white or Caucasian or whatever you want to fucking say and you use the N-word, you may think you're not a racist, but you are a racist because you're participating in a racist behavior. And if you're doing that publicly and you're trying to make it this big point or something, you're now trying to make that part of your identity, which is bigoted. You keep going. It's it's like the rabbit hole, man. You just keep falling down it. And, you know, some people that people complain like, well, I've been called, you know, honky or cracker or whatever. It's like, you know, you want to you want to really know how names sound. There is an SNL bit with Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor. And it's supposed to be word association. And you hear the words, the derogatory words used toward a black person, toward, then towards a white person. There's a difference. I'll give a perfect example. When I was a kid growing up in Boston, you'd have Italian kids would call Irish kids mix. Irish kids would call Italian kids guineas or wops. Right. Okay? These are racist epithets or yeah. slurs. But... The difference being is that that is two two ethnicities or subcultures in America that are both at the same pecking order, right? When a white person says the N-word, all that history comes back where it came from slavery. It came from your property. You're not a person. It's the history behind it that adds weight to it and then the people say oh well black people say they took the word and used it for themselves who cares because <laughs> it's not oppressive if a black person calls a black person the n-word there's no way that can be oppressive because black people didn't own slaves in america so it's not hard to figure this out it's but, literally color by numbers but it's <laughs> but it, but, pun intended. Pun intended, yeah but it's the whole you know i can't say it so why shouldn't they? it's that what about it's a child 
It's a child's argument yeah. to an adult problem. But that that's what we seem to get nowadays is what about yeah. It's not acknowledging. It's, it's not an it's not an acknowledgement of like, yeah, you know, it's right, but you know, but it's like, but what about them? They use it all the time. It's like, so what? You what are lot, you five? A lot of me blames it's like you have racists, sure. But a lot of me blames the public education system. Because this years and years of just teaching you how to take a test and not teaching you how to think, it's like people can't see past their own fucking nose. Like, well, I don't experience that, so it must not be there. Like, you can't <laughs> – they can't extrapolate an idea. You know what I mean? They can't think beyond themselves. Or they're just pieces of shit. I don't really know. Yeah. But fuck racism, okay? I'm sick of it. That's another thing I get charged up about. I'm tired of it. <laughs> All right? I love Steve. I love Mexican you. ass. <laughs> right? You just love me for the tamales. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. You're the whitest person I know. That's true. I'll bring tamales next time I come through. <laughs> My wife will make them. You know how many times I've been called a racist for no fucking reason? Like, I'm, and, and then I don't even get really mad because I'm just like, this because this person's probably people with my skin tone treating them like shit. So what? Are, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna sit there and go. I'm not a racist. I'm like whatever. I'm, I'm just gonna walk away. You know, this is stupid. Mo. Usually my accent gives it. People don't think I'm racist because I have an accent. My wife asked me. She's like, "Why does that make any difference?" I'm like, "Because I sound poor." Yeah. So, I get a pass. I get a poverty pass. Yeah, poverty pass. <laughs> Maybe I can say the N-word now. Oh, fucking Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Uh, anyway, get off this shit. If it wasn't already clear that Intel is anxious about Apple's M1 chip, it is now. PC World with or PC World and Tom's hardware uh, report that Intel has shared a legion of ben benchmarks claiming to show the 11th generation Core i7 laptop processors are faster than the M1. They do suggest there are areas where Intel can claim victory, although there are also questions about Intel's methods. This is sad, by the way. Um, the results have Intel pulling ahead of Apple in a Chrome browser test, Office 365 test, Adobe Creative um, apps, and AI. While gaming was something of a wash, uh, Intel pointed out that certain games simply aren't available on Macs, uh, which is irrelevant to this comparison, but they're just, <laughs> I think, digging at Apple a little bit. Um, the chip giant also argued that Apple's battery life claims uh, were just fluff. They weren't any better than a Core i7 in Praxis. I already know. I know enough about the ARM, um, the ARM architecture that that's a false statement. The ARM has always been better on batteries, but whatever. Um, Intel was also keen to point out the better support for external monitors and a greater variety of hardware in its camp, such as touchscreen laptops. However, there are, there are concerns about the methodology. For one, Intel switched hardware between tests, both for its own CPUs and Apple's. It used a MacBook Air for the battery life test rather than the longer-lasting Pro, for example. Intel also chose 
some tests that favored its components particularly well, such as a Topaz Labs AI test, one of the few to make use of Intel's hardware acceleration. It's safe to say these figures don't entirely line up with some reviews, including ours. I'm reading this off of Engadget. Um, who is always, if one thing I can say about Engadget, they are always fair in reviews. They've, they've fucking called out people <laughs> left and right. Um, companies routinely cherry pick benchmarks that put their, um, you mean not like, in. you mean not like, um, uh, IGN? IGN's gotten a little better. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, but they were getting bad. And I think they got clowned so fucking hard about it that they started being a little bit more honest. But even when they're negative, they're super soft about it. Yeah. Like, don't be soft. You're a fucking reviewer. Like, yeah. dig in these motherfuckers. That's what people want to read anyway. Um, companies routinely cherry pick benchmarks that put their products in the best light, of course. And it's true that compatibility and variety uh, skew in Intel's favor. However, the very fact that Intel is offering these benchmarks speaks volumes. Intel sees Apple's chips as enough of a threat that it feels compelled to launch a media offensive. And it's unlikely to go soft on its new rival in the future. Let me talk about this. Intel's been getting soft. Um, They're so terrified of AMD. And now Apple's coming up. And Apple used Intel. I can guarantee you someone in that office just pissed off at Apple. Yeah. Because they wanted to make their own chips. But Intel hasn't innovated in fucking years. They just keep making the same thing over and over and over again. Seems very reminiscent of like other companies like Adobe and stuff like that. They made they've already made the pinnacle, so now they're just just trying to. Oh, well, this works, so let's just stay there. Right. So I don't know. What to, I don't even know what to say. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just sad. Like all last year and starting in this year, I guess Intel's just being pathetic. So. Whatever. I don't have an Intel chip anymore. I upgraded to AMD. Got that Ryzen chip, pimping. Okay. Yeah, even I think my uh, my desktop has an AMD chip. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Yeah. My social media idiot. First of all, that picture at the top of the article. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. These are why we don't. This is why these people should not be called influencers because they're fucking morons. Yeah. So I don't. Who coined that term? I, like I think I think the problem is influencer was originally for the models that modeled products. Yeah. So that makes sense. But now it's everyone on social media, and most of these fucking idiots don't do anything. Well, I guess I guess because you know social media idiots or social media morons doesn't really click as well. <laughs> nobody exactly. wants to nobody wants to be a no wants to be verified for that. Right. So the TikToker who put gorilla glue in her hair is still living with the nightmarish mistake the glue brand's remedies aren't working and now she's lawyering up. Sources familiar to the situation tell TMZ uh Tessica Brown uh's weekend trip to the ER was another disaster. The gorilla glue's tip uh, to use rubbing alcohol to remove the product was a colossal failure. Other sources say Tessica spent 22 hours in the ER and the staff was dumbfounded. We're told healthcare workers put acetone on the back of her head, but it burned her scalp and only made the, the glue gooier before hardening back up. Tessica's were told that the instructions to keep uh, trying the potential remedy back home, but rubbing alcohol still hasn't proven a cure. 
Remember, Tessica says her hair has been rock solid for about a month after substituting Gorilla Glue spray hat. Um, sub, after substituting Gorilla Glue spray adhesive for her normal hairspray, Gigi told us that the quickest possible remedy was rubbing alcohol. Our sources say Tessica hired an attorney and is weighing her legal options against Gorilla Glue. We're told the label on the product says um, she used does not. Um, says not to use on eyes, skin, or clothes with no what's mention... what's underneath your hair, darling? With no mention of hair, which oh Tessica finds misleading. What G- a fucking moron. Gigi says that all of its products are considered permanent and the pa- uh, packaging states it too. Uh, but we're told Tessica felt it was okay because the product said multi-use. Tessica's a fucking idiot. Tessica's it's already super glue. Who doesn't know what super glue does? <laughs> Tessica's already crowdfunding her medical bills. A GoFundMe has raised nine thousand and counting. Um, so at uh, noon Pacific time today, Gorilla Glue says Tessica Saga is a unique situation, and the product she used quote Saga is not indicated for use in or on hair as a cons- as it is considered permanent. End quote. Gigi says the spray adhesive is intended for mounting things to spray such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. Um, this is the actual, they, um, the company says they're sorry to hear about her incident and it's glad she is getting treatment while wishing her the best. This is actually the Gorilla Goose tweet. Uh, we're very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced after using spray adhesive on her hair. We are glad to see her recent video that Miss Brown is receiving medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. We are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident um, that Miss Brown experiencing using our product on her hair. This is a unique situation because the product is not indicated for use of her hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning labels, do not swallow, do not get an eye, skin, or on clothing, it's used for craft, home, auto, and office projects to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see she's re- uh, receiving uh, medical treatment, and it has the Gorilla Goo logo at the bottom of the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, uh, to be honest, I buy it now because I'm like, damn, that shit works. I've used that glue before. It's actually really good. Well, the glue is good. I've never tried the spray. The, the... Yeah, I've used the spray. Well, Lorena uses it in arts and crafts. Um, she glue is the only she, glue she uses I buy. When she's, she uses that when she can't get that patch of hair to stay down. You know? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Gorilla Glue is the only um, super glue I'll buy now. Yeah. I love it. It's fucking great. But uh, it's not free hair. Um, honestly. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I wish I owned a company. Because I wouldn't be nice. I would get on. I would go on Twitch. That's what fucking happens when you put super glue <laughs> in your hair. You fucking idiot. What's the matter with you? You get uh, mentally fucking evaluated, dude. Or she did it on purpose to try to get a payout. Yeah. But that's even dumb too, because no one is giving her money from a court for yeah. putting super glue in her hair. <laughs> They're gonna fucking tell her she needs to be supervised. Exactly. Uh. Some were saying that it's probably a PR stunt by Gorilla Glue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I believe that too. That I go for. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. And I bet you. So like she has here we go. She has her Twitter little picture or um, whatever. I don't have a Twitter. It's a fake page. Hey y'all! I just want to take this time right now to thank everybody. You've been praying for me since day one. Half the people I don't even know swear. 
<laughs> Wait, what is this? Chance the Rapper. I'm glad MMS, MFS actually supporting her through this. When I watched the video the second time, it was hard. It was hard to laugh because I could tell Shorty genuinely didn't know she had put one of the world's most powerful adhesives in her shit. I hope she recovers well. I mean, he's being nice, but he's acknowledging that she just didn't know any better. It's like, you need to not be dumb. Like, it's it's hard to take this. I'm sure it hurt, and I'm sure it sucks, but listen, you just learned a fucking lesson. Yeah. Which you should have known. One of the things that gets me is this, this, this concept that we have to be soft on people like this like this is the reason why we have fucking do not put toasters in in you know the shower or use yeah. a hair dryer in a shower it's like or be careful your coffee's going to be hot right. i hope so yeah i mean yeah like this this although ha- the, the mcdonald's thing's a little weird because their coffee was like the surface of the sun hot <laughs> for some fucking reason but it's it's like why are we why are we coddling these people? Like we should just call them out and say, you're a dumbass. You should not. Why didn't you use the regular Gorilla Glue if you if you were so that caught up in it? It's like, no. And you, I'm sure plenty of people are doing that. But that's not who she's going to focus on. Right. She's going to focus on the 10% that are going, oh, my God, I can't <laughs> believe in you. Uh, it's, it's, it's happening like, because she's black. Are they saying that? I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to say that. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna throw the race card somewhere. <laughs> there are reasons why an ethnically black person would want to put something like an adhesive in her hair. I'm not saying it has anything to do with her mental capacity, but just the way they do their hair. Because I know from working with um, a lot of black ladies at my old job, they do all the fucking artificial hair stuff. Yeah. So I get it, but there is hair glue <laughs> <laughs> that is used for that. Super glue. And gorilla glue at that. I know. It's like get the dollar store super glue if you're gonna be that dumb. I know, at least that that don't hold shit, so you'll be fine. Yeah, gorilla glue doesn't have a... people always think, oh, well, there's a solvent that will dissolve it. This isn't a movie. <laughs> Gorilla Glue has one job and one job only. It does it very fucking well. It's like those movies that are like, oh, well, this computer program has a back door. You know, I just got to find the back door. Right. Just, <laughs> I got to pound on the keyboard for 10 seconds. And then it opens out of annoyance. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. A lot of dumb shit on here today. Most of it was um Steve's fucking fault, picking hot topics that bothered me. Um. If you like the show or any of the shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, uh, you can also donate if you'd like. Any donations will help all the shows on the network. And if you can't help us out with some cash, you can uh, rate us, write a review, share the show with people. We don't give a shit just as long as you're getting our shit out there. It's it's free. If you can listen to this, you have the time to share. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. As I lean over seductively over my desk. That's right. I gotta, do I need to wear a mini skirt and sit on a couch for do fucking I, three hours? Do I need cat ears? Do I, is that what I need? Do I need to put on cat ears? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sued every, by that guy that's suing all the thoughts. <laughs> every day we move further and further away from the Lord. Um, 
You can check out all the other podcasts on the Lazy Geeks Network. Our new show, The Truly Pointless Podcast, our stream of consciousness podcast. Also, the away team is our Star Trek podcast. And we've got a couple in the burner right now that we're we're yes, working sir. on. So, uh, so yeah. So just because this show is going to be going, uh, we'll have five more episodes after this. And Excels then- and Google Drive folders have been made, so it's official. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> uh, um, and if you have comments, questions, or ideas, hit us up. You can catch us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We're thinking, and so you don't have to. And uh, also, still wear those fucking masks. Yeah.